0: This is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Veona, Tehillim, and other Hebrew text Podcast, episode 114. The following is the recitation of Psalm 103, a.k.a. Perek or Mizmor Kuf Gimel. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 103. Le David barchi nafshi et Adonai whole kravai et Shame katsoh barchi nafshi et Adonai V'al tish kol gimulav Hasoleah Lehol Avonechi Harofe Lehol Taha Lu Aichi Hagoel Mishachat Hayahi Hameat Rehi Mirachamim Hamaspia Batov Edik Tit Hadesh Kanesher Ni Urahi Ose Sidakot Adonai Umish Patim Lehol. Asukim Yodia Dirachav Limoshe Livne Yisrael Alilotav Rachum Vechanun Adonai Erech Apayim Barav Chesed Low Lanetzach Yariv. Velo Lolam Yitor. Low Cha Taenu Asa Lanu. Velo Cha Avonotenu Gamal Alenu. Ki chigvoha shamayim al ha'aretz, gavar chastow al yirayav. Kirchok mizrach mimarav, hirchik mimenu. Peshayinu Kirachim Av Al-Banim Richam Adonai Al-Yirayav kihu Yada Yitzrenu Zahor Ki Afar Anosh kechatzir yamav. Kitzitz Hasade Kane yitzitz. Ki ruach avra bo. Ve'anenu velo yakirenu od. Mikomo Bechesed Adonai Meolam ve'ad Olam Al Yereav Itsid Kato Livne Vanim Lit virito Verito Kudav La Sotam Adonai Bashamayim Hechin Kiso Umal Bakol Mashala Barhu Adonai Malachav Gibore Hoach Oseh Divaro Lishmoah the coal divaro Barhu Adonai coal siva av Ose Oseh Ritsono Barhu Adonai coal. Maasav, The whole mikomote, Mem Shalto Barhi nafshi et Adonai. Psalm 103 is two or four or by David, and brings a phrase we haven't seen yet that we will see again in the next psalm as well. Barchi nafshi et Adonai, which literally means, My soul blesses Hashem. There is a Gemara in Brachot that discusses how the soul that fills up our bodies is capable of blessing Hashem, who fills up the whole world, since they are filling comparable vessels. Malbim also points out that the soul is the thing that can truly appreciate the divine. The soul has the capacity to understand the spiritual nature of Hashem. The Mismore goes on to say, "Vehol kravai et shem Kacho, and all my being, his holy name, some say kravai is referring to angels that are near him, blessing Hashem on his behalf. Others explain that it's his inner organs that feel emotions, his essence, all pointing to an understanding that they're there's no supplication in this memoir, rather praise and gratitude, probably for having made it through a difficult time, noting what seems like the 13 attributes of Hashem and his merciful ways and how he doesn't hold grudges, etc. The Dat Mikra points out that this psalm has similar similarity to uh, Eov's friend and evokes the perspective of when a person is recovering from illness. In my humble opinion, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if this took place right after the reprieve of the angst and difficult situation we just saw in the previous Psalm 102. There is a similar theme of the eternality of Hashem, this time mentioning His loving kindness as well as the blessing noticeably being bestowed on future generations of those who have followed his ways, as requested at the end of the previous psalm. Note that even though Hashem rules over everything, he is still like a parent to those who have chosen to become his children. With that famous Pasuk 13, Kirachim Av Al-Banim, Rachem Hashem Al-Irayav. As a father has compassion for his children, so Hashem has compassion for those who fear him. Then there is the comparison to ephemerality again, of man who again is compared to grass that can easily blow in the wind, and a belief that Hashem knows, understands, and is very forgiving for the nuances and frailties that is the human condition. With the narrator expressing in Pasuk 3, He forgives all your sins, heals heals all your diseases. Yet there is this grateful tone carried throughout. If I were to paraphrase, it would read, Ah, I see it now. I wasn't even deserving of the help that was bestowed onto me. And with every fiber of my being, I am just so grateful and thankful that I have been given the opportunity by Hashem to shed my old wings and grow new ones like an eagle who continually renews their feathers, hinted to in Pasuk 5. It's, it's just interesting to note that the, the word coal repeats nine times in this psalm. For example, all of myself, all of my limbs, all of creation— This feeling of absolutism, no room for doubt or angst. It's an inner knowing and trusting and a, duh, this is clearly the reality as per the proof I have witnessed kind of scenario. Just to mention a few times, this prayer, or at least parts of it, are mentioned as per Rabbi Trump's list, I am grateful for. Um, There is a Sephardi custom to use this as the ninth of ten. Mismorium added to Psuke of Yom Kippur. Also, sometimes is the conclusion of Shacharit in Yom Kippur. Also, a few Psukim that evoke angels in the prayer of Shema, like Barchina of Sheyat Hashem. It's also towards the end of Nishmat. Pasuk Yotet is said in Yehi Chavod, also in Musaf, Shimon Esrei, and Rosh Hashanah, Umachutau, Bakol, Mashala. Then Pasuk Yadalid, Ki is part of the end of Tachanon and Avinu Uh But what I don't have a source for is the fact that Psalm 102 and 103 are apparently advised to a barren woman to daven for a child. At first I thought it was because it mentions children in both. But I think also the perspective that is provided in the consecutive Psalms is ultimately a hopeful one. In 102, it was angst and fleeting and despair and possibly hope for a future generation, but lots of doubt, then transitioning into the calm but bursting gratitude with a recognition that there is further work that needs to be done to be deserving of this second chance that he was given, but complete faith in God's mercy That transition might seem like a no brainer, like the acute cause for the angst is gone, aka he's healed and seeing blessing in his descendants. So, yeah, now he believes. But this feels like it's beyond just simple gratitude. This is embracing this as unquestioning truth that Hashem is this wonderful, merciful master over everything. Whereas just in the previous psalm, he felt like. Hashem was almost hiding away and possibly even going to cut his days short. So how did he make this stark transition? I personally can relate. I have this thing where I become abnormally red-faced, voted most likely to be a lobster in nursing school. Sometimes because I got anxious about something in particular, or sometimes for no good reason that I can put my finger on. So while this isn't necessarily happening from the perspective of the narrator in Psalm 102, that feeling of overwhelm angst is present in those moments. When I have tried to push it down and force it to be calm, it just gets worse. But when I acknowledge like the narrator in 102 in Psalm 102 that has feelings of the angst and disbelief and feeling of shame and unworthiness in those moments against the feelings of angst. Incredibly, once I accept that and bring it to my consciousness, whatever moments follow are felt calmly, presently, gratefully, that you are functional instead of frozen in that situation. And I can imagine the, the, bigger the angst, the bigger the relief, and gratitude is after acknowledgement of it. Many point out that we need to acknowledge the bracha that Hashem gives to us of health, wealth, family, all the good that happened in our lives, and that is a berecha, a constant wellspring. So even when things look grim, they are happening for a reason, and when we are in the thick of it, we can't understand or see it. Rebetzin Rivka Siegel points out, that the Sefer Habahir points out, that the word bracha comes from the word berech, or knee, the part of the body that propels us to move forward, that a bracha is something that we recognize and use to propel us forward. We aren't exactly sure what it could possibly mean that we have the ability to give a bracha to Hashem, like David did in this psalm. There are different opinions on this, but in any case, There is a clear sense that the narrator is propelled forward here. Carl Jung said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. I think it was critical that the narrator expressed their angst in the previous Psalm and sat with those difficult emotions because only then was he able to relinquish the control that his unconscious thoughts were having on him and start recognizing his true potential fate to its fullest. May we be able to sit with any anxious feelings that come up for us, no matter the external situation, and allow those feelings to be made conscious so that they no longer have control over the way we function and feel and may we be propelled forward to make great positive change in the world after that release of control. The learning and recitation for this week's episode is for the merit that all those who need safety and healing in the recent outbreak of war in Ukraine receive what, is need, what they need, and that this war ends very speedily and safely.